Hi, welcome to episode 129 of ThriftyCast. This is Eric. And this is Kathleen. And we are in the same room. Yay! One of those rare instances. Um, in Wisconsin. Yes. In beautiful rural Wisconsin. Yes, we've had a lovely weekend so far. Yep. Do you want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah, I'm here to visit Eric because his birthday's coming up. Soon. Very soon. Not this weekend, but soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to dinner last night. We went to a supper club. And we had a supper clubby meal. Very Wisconsin. It was very nice. And then we put on pajamas. Like you do. And sat around and talked. Today we went thrifting. We went to four stores. Yeah, it was four, yeah, it was wasn't four it? four stores um, in two different towns. We saw a play, we had lunch, and then we're very tired. We came home. When I say it out loud, it's like we didn't really do anything, but somehow we're very tired, and we came home. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm obsessed with, uh, the play that we saw was in Janesville, and we ended up, we had a little bit of time to kill, so we wanted to just, you know, stop, get something to eat, whatever. So, um... We were near this Chinese restaurant that apparently, according to Google, is the second oldest Chinese restaurant in the country. Why it's in Janesville, Wisconsin, I have no idea. It's the oldest in Wisconsin, second oldest in the country, which blows my mind. Yeah. Oldest in Wisconsin doesn't surprise me. Like... Okay. Yeah. It was not open when we... It opened a little bit after we were there, and timing-wise would not have worked out for um, for us to eat at today. But Eric will go back. Eric I know. Patrick will go back and find out. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited to try it. It looks like, based on the pictures, it looks like a very, like, very old-school kind of Chinese restaurant. And what I love is that it seems to be on the second floor. It does. It is on the second floor. There was a picture of the stairs going up. Oh, great. Online. Yep. We ate at a bar... Mm-hmm. Um, which was on the first floor of the building, which was good and had a beautiful Art Deco bar, like in in the bar, like yeah. the actual. I keep saying the word bar, but you know uh-huh. the actual bar bar. <laughs> um, We're the liquor store. Yeah, um, but just the lines of it, the glass, the lighting. Oh, that bar was gorgeous. Yeah, the the whole establishment was, was really nice. nice. Yeah, the bar itself where the liquor is stored, especially. Nice. Yeah. So, like, Janesville, uh, like, really kind of nice. Like, I... I'm a big... Whenever I come visit Eric, I always stop in Janesville, and I get gas, and I get something to drink, and I hit a couple thrift stores there usually. Sometimes an antique mall. Um, There's a lot... I mean, Janesville's a pretty good-sized town. Yeah, yeah. Certainly relative to where we're at. Yeah. Um, So, we... It was a local, like, about 10 minutes away from my house, there's this tiny little town called Westfield, and they have, uh, it used to be called the Whatnot Shop, but apparently it got bought out, and we met the new owner today. It looks like she's changing the name of it, but um, she was incredibly sweet, super mm-hmm. friendly, had a really cute little kid that her uh, her partner brought in, um, that guy we think was her partner, yeah. I guess. Uh, you know, jumping to conclusions, but... Um, um, it was just, it was a really good time and they have really good stuff and it appears that they're staying roughly around the same price point, which is a really good price point. Yeah. We were, we were kind of bummed out to find out, I don't know, like six months ago or so 
that mm-hmm. the plan was to sell it and close it, or close it and sell it, mm-hmm. um, sometime within the year. The person who ran it did, like, estate sale closeouts, or somehow got things from estates. Turns out they did some consignment, too. Um, but always really good deals, and, and usually a pretty good mix of things that moved. Every once in a while you'd see the same, a few of the same items each time you went, but pretty good turnover mm-hmm. of merchandise, which I always appreciate. Um, so it was good to see that it it's going to stay yeah. in business. They had like a, I, once we went in, and this is one of those things that I'm really ticked off at myself for not buying, but they had a really big um, McCoy plant pot yeah. for like 10 bucks. And I kind of wish I'd bought it because it was such a good size. And I, in the moment, I was just like, well, I, I, you know, I don't know, whatever. And of course, by the time I went back, it was gone. This is a kind of place, at one point, they had a massive set of Jewel Tea mm-hmm. um, for a really reasonable price. Didn't get that either. Um, one day I went in and they just had a bunch of green... You know, I'm hesitant to say it was uranium glass. It looked like it, but mm-hmm. not like I had a black light on me or anything. Um, but they'll, they'll, they'll just be weird clumps of good stuff at mm-hmm. good prices. So You've got a bookshelf today. You have to go back and pick up. Don't yes. forget about that. <laughs> oh, I, I won't. Um, $20 for a really nice, good size bookshelf. Yeah, vintage. Um, yeah, and we kind of had a perfect space for it. The thing that's killing me is that they have... <laughs> oh, you know where I'm going with I this. I do. They had a big green bookshelf that it like a forest green kind of color and it is older really beautiful 35 bucks i want it so badly i have no place for it it's pretty huge too that would be a little bit of a beast to get home that's really true <laughs> like if we had like an open uh pickup back pickup yeah no problem but it was big yeah with the um kind of SUV-like vehicle that we have now, it, it would be rough. But, I mean, the $35 price was ridiculous yeah. for that sturdy bookshelf. Yeah, I wish I had a spot for it. I would never get it home, but yeah. um, but it was great. So heavy-looking. It really does look very heavy. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to get it home and then find somebody to get it up the stairs because yeah. I have nowhere to put it Yeah, and don't need it. So why am I even thinking about it? Why? it's good value. Well, and and I know what I'm gonna keep thinking about it. It's yeah, it's ever useful. You know, in we're in my office right now, and I have these IKEA bookshelves that I've had forever. Uh, you know, Billy bookcases that, um, you know, ten, twelve years. I've had these. You know, in fine utility, whatever. But wow, maybe I could switch these out. Well, you couldn't replace these with one bookshelf. I'm wondering if that bookshelf... Well, yeah, it wouldn't fit everything on here, but yeah. I think it would actually look really good in this room. It would. Um, and uh, I could fit quite a bit on it, if not everything. You would not fit everything on the bookshelf. Oh, there's no way. I know that. And then but... you'd have to find other bookshelves that matched it well enough. I mean, they don't have to match-match. Sure. But well enough. I, I feel like maybe I'm up to that challenge. Maybe you are. I'm kind of talking myself into buying this. I feel thing. like you are. Yeah, I just want it so bad. <laughs> um, but can, can we do find of the week? Yeah, sure. Okay. You go first. My find of the week was at that store. Even though it's okay. technically not a thrift, it's got low prices, whatever. It's a thrift store. 
You would call that a thrift store? I call that a thrift store. Okay, let's call it a thrift store then. I call it a thrift store. I am not bending the rules, not even a little. So, it is a uh, Miller High Life lamp. (laughs) It's not vintage, but it has... uh, This is hard to explain, but the base of it is like... Looks like a little bottle, a Miller High Life bottle. And the, the shade spins... But it spins in two different directions. So underneath you have bubbly, amber, beer-looking goodness spinning one way. And then over the top of that, you have the Miller High Life seal just sort of circling around. As I'm describing this, it sounds like the gaudiest thing ever. And it kind of... It's a little gaudy, but it's pretty charming. Yeah. And what? how much was it, Eric? It was six fifty. It was only six fifty. Um, it you was know, really cute. Yeah, it's really cute. Breweriana, that's a thing. I never heard it called that before. Breweriana, yeah, that's I think that's hard to say. Oh yeah, it's super hard to say. It's officially a thing on eBay, I believe. Oh okay. It's like a category that they yeah. have. Okay. Um. So, uh, even though it's new, it's just it's cute. Um. One of one of the things that. Like, we started doing... We saw it on TikTok, people having lamps in their kitchen. And they're like, oh, it's great to have this lamp in the kitchen. It's so warm. So we started doing that. And we had a lamp in there that I didn't love. It's a newer one. Just not not a lot of... Um, but, wow, does this beautiful amber spinning glow <laughs> add an element of something. Class. Class. Class and a desire to drink beer. It does look good. The light is really nice. Yeah. It's very soft. And there's something soothing about the nice, gentle, slow spinning in two directions. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's my friend of the week for sure. Yeah, I am having a really hard time remembering what I thrifted last weekend, Mm. which is never a good sign when you have trouble remembering what you thrifted. So I'm going to have to go uh, more with something from today, I think. Yeah. I think I will go with... An item from that first store as well. It is a green, tall Hager vase. Oh. Um, I was sure you were going to go with Weird Bead Basket. I'm going to mention Weird Bead Basket. Um, but it's really, it's very nice shape. It was six fifty, so it was the same price as your Miller mm-hmm. lamp. Um, maybe not quite as spectacular as a lamp, but it's a very nice size. Like I said, good shape. Um, a color I don't have a lot of. And since I've been on a real Hager kind of jag lately, mm-hmm. my backup item was from the Goodwill in Janesville, which, man, that place is like minting money. It is so crowded when you go there. The parking lot was busy. The store is packed. The li- the, the line li- to check out. They do the thing where there's like one line and then they'll call you to the next mm-hmm. register like they do at TJ Maxx yeah. or whatever. Um it was like 15 people deep when we got in. It was. I will say there were maybe four or five registers open, and they were moving pretty efficiently. So yes. even though it was a little bit intimidating looking, they got us through pretty fast. Um, I found a basket made with safety pins and beads, which is a fun craft that has been around for ages. Mm-hmm. It had a votive candle um, a glass, clear glass votive holder with a candle in it taped inside. I don't think that's what it was for. I think it was just meant to be a little decorative basket. Mm-hmm. But um, it was taped in there and I wasn't going to rip it out. I put back two bags 
of greeting cards there, thinking back to our things we love about greeting cards. Yeah. I was real tempted, but my thought was I was going to end up keeping a few of the greeting cards and mm-hmm. probably just donating the rest back to a store, and it just didn't seem worth the money. The thing about the greeting cards that you picked out that I think is complicated is um, they were so freakishly specific. And like, Some were. Well, happy Valentine's Day to my significant other. Like, No, wow. it was even weirder. It was to my special someone for St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Day. That's what it was. And there were like five of them. They were all the same card. So it was like a clean out from a store. You sure. Know, somebody had... But, do people give a lot of St. Patrick's Day cards to their special someone? Yeah. I just don't... I, I mean, I was going to give Eric one, so he could <laughs> use it. Other than that, though, yeah. I didn't really have a lot of use for them. There were some... They were nice because they were older. Yes. The cards in there were older. And very I, 70s. Very 70s palette. Very much font. enjoy yeah. the fonts and the patterns. Yeah. But in reality, I didn't have a great use for them. And at two ninety nine a bag, even though there were a lot of cards, I didn't really need them. Yeah. The interesting thing about that Goodwill, I had been there once and I didn't remember this about it. This store did really well with point of purchase items. They had a couple yes. of racks with little bags in them and they put really interest like vintage salt and pepper shakers in a bag. Um, this coaster set that was really cute. They had their cards up there. They had jump ropes. Uh-huh. They had a couple different kinds, but they were good. Yeah. Like, they were good, sturdy jump ropes. They Like, the stuff in their bags is way better than at the Goodwill by me. Mm-hmm. Like, a much better mix, much higher quality. Like, yeah, I mean, great point of purchase. When you're when you're standing in that 15-person line, Yeah, you want something to look at. Yeah. Um, and, and I was so close to walking out with, I mean, it's a good business model, too, yeah. I guess. But I've, I don't like the crowds at that store, but I've almost always found something there. Yeah. Um, which I appreciate. Yeah. So it was fun. I mean, we four stores, we found some stuff at them. Yeah, it was and, good. Yeah, yeah it was day. a good thrifting day. Um, since I'm a lot more selective about yes. kind of what I buy, it helps. Um, you put stuff back at stores. Yeah, and I didn't get the $35 giant green bookcase, but we'll, time will tell. We'll see. It could yeah. happen. It it could still happen. Like don't don't count that out. Um. Oh, so that's the stuff we bought. Should we go into topic? We should because we've been talking a long time and we haven't hit a topic yet. Oh yeah. Um. So the topic today. Mm-hmm. Things that are great, things that are amazing, but things that we know are going to be clutter as much as we love mm-hmm. them and as cool as they are. Mm-hmm. I think the word you used was useless. Useless. Things that are, are, are for more, more often than not, things that don't, are going to take up more space than they're worth. Mm-hmm. And you know it going in. Um, the example that came to mind at that first store, where both of our friends of the week mm-hmm. are from, for weeks and weeks and weeks, they have had this mid-century, like, relish tray like mm-hmm. a, a ceramic yeah. pottery relish tray that has a very mid-century design to it it's stamped on the back that it's a california studio mm-hmm. kind of thing um it's gorgeous and i love it i love the way it looks and i have zero use for it 
Um, yeah. Like, you know, here at home, because you can find relish trays, because they get donated, because mm-hmm. of the reasons we're talking about. Yeah, limited use. Yeah. Um, there is a, we have a relish tray that has like a circular pot in the middle and then four like, uh, sort of trays that are sort of bent around the central Individual pieces. Yeah. Individual pieces. Yeah. Yeah. And it's on this like sort of teak wood, like Mm -hmm. lazy Susan. Lazy Susan. Yep. Um, so we've got that. We don't use that very much. Why on earth Mm -hmm. am I so like smitten with the idea of like well yeah for me those kinds of things it's like the aspirational hosting Mm -hmm. right it's like if i was the kind of person who had people over this would be so great to throw out some appetizers yep or oh i could do cookies at the holidays and Mm -hmm. put little i can make little cookies or candies yeah i don't live like that nope i'm not a 50s housewife yeah (laughs) i wouldn't have been a 50s housewife in the 50s um and I, I think I look at that stuff, I recognize how pretty it is, how lovely it is, sometimes how inexpensive it is because they don't sell. And they're always in great shape. Yeah. Because, because they, they don't get hardly got used. Yeah. Yeah, tidbit trays. Yep. Absolutely. Multi tier tidbit trays. Some of those are amazing. Some of them have great lines, you know, especially with like the chrome little handle at the mm-hmm. top. Um Am I a person who's just gonna have petty four around the house? No. And I was telling Eric, and I think I talked about it on the podcast, I bought a Christmas tidbit tray and a little divided Christmas tray (laughs) that match. Because they were so cute in such good shape and so inexpensive. And it was right before Christmas. Um, And they're still sitting on my dining room table because I need to decide if I'm going to sell them. Um, Or if I'm going to pack them away till next year and see if I become a different person before (laughs) next Christmas. Punch bowls. Oh, punch bowls. Same thing, like, uh, the punch bowl sets, some of them are absolutely gorgeous. Um, I I, I can't think of a time I've been at a party where they've had punch. There's this one, um, some friends we have that have a Tom and Jerry party every year, which is delightful. Um, And I think it's because one of them got, like, a grandmother's Tom and Jerry set, and they used it. Um, And that's always fun. These are people who have an incredibly well-styled house that parts they'll Airbnb because it's that awesome. And they're in a fantastic neighborhood in Chicago where there's tons of stuff to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a Tom and Jerry set. And that's... It's a really nice one. Oh, I have a... (laughs) It's very pretty. Yeah, my Tom and Jerry set. I love it. Um, You've never made Tom and Jerry. No, and I, I like I said, and the thing is, I really like Tom and Jerry, mm-hmm. but um, there was like a TikTok or something that was like, oh, people talk, or a, maybe it was a Twitter post, but somebody was like, oh, people talk about, oh, this is my lazy day recipe, mm-hmm. and it starts with them chopping an onion, and I'm already like, no, too much. Yeah. So you know, the thought of you know Tom and Jerry, it's like, I don't know, burp, yeah, bourbon, um, uh, hot water, I think. And, and this sounds disgusting, but it's actually really tasty. And then um, whipped egg whites. Mm-hmm. If if my life depended on separating a yolk from a white, I, I don't... Yeah. I wouldn't be good at it. 
Um, yeah, it's probably not going to be a thing that you're making a lot of. Sure. I was just thinking, though, as we were talking, that a punch bowl, minus those little tiny punch cups that are highly impractical, mm-hmm. a, punch, a large bowl, glass bowl, is probably something that you could use in your household. The thing that appeals about it, though, is that you do have these, like, pretty little cups of a certain size. And, and again, it's, it's for a different, it's for people who entertain. It's, it's a different time. Yeah. I'm just thinking, though, that if you came across a punch bowl in a thrift store... Sure. Sometimes they break up the set because people put bowls in one spot in a thrift store and they put cups in another. Yep. And I have, I've seen stores that have done that. Sure. So, I mean, if you saw a really nice punch bowl and you thought, hey, I could do with a big glass bowl. I mean, yeah. that... We're talking about uselessness, but I'm yes. thinking you probably could find a use for that yeah. large bowl. I'm not telling you to go out and buy it unless you want one. Well, even but, as we're talking about relish trays and things like that, you know, it's a good... I, if you're a person who wears jewelry or something, yeah. you know, you could probably repurpose these things. Um, the thing is, even if you're like, oh, I'm, I'm use, I, I've repurposed this and it has a... Um, like, if you buy ashtrays, they're great spoon rests. They're great catch-alls they're like ashtrays have Mm -hmm. tons of really great uses um tidbit trays it's like you you may get away with repurposing one or two but yeah and what you're probably gonna do is repurpose the one that was your grandma's or your the family heirloom kind of one as opposed to being out at the store and seeing something at a really great price Mm -hmm. in really good shape and Mm -hmm. thinking oh i hate to pass this up and then Asking yourself the second question, what the heck would I do with it if I brought it home? Yep. As opposed to bringing it home, like me, and then saying, what the heck am I going to do with this? Yeah, what was I thinking? Yeah. Um, Another thing that I think fits in this are um, single-use kitchen electrical items or... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Small appliances? Appliances. Uh Appliances. Um, we, we were talking before we logged on, there's a video online of somebody who got the hot dogger, which is the thing where you stick the hot dogs in and then you gently heat them up by electrocuting them, I guess. But there's this great video of this woman who, I guess, thrifted a hot dogger and then was trying it for the first time and then it caught on fire. So... I had no idea you electrified the hot dogs. I didn't realize that's how it worked. I, I think it's like, it's like Frankenstein... Frankfurters. It seems like a terrible idea. Yeah. Like you, you poke either end and it shoots an electrical charge through the Yeah. Yeah. Um, but ice cream makers, bread makers, you know, those things that people are again, it's it's aspirational. And again, they're always in great shape. All the pieces are there because people didn't really use them. In fact, every once in a while you can find something like that shrink wrapped. Yep. Well, they, they get gifted to people a lot uh-huh. because either the person gifting them loves theirs yep. and thinks it'll be a great gift, or the person gifting doesn't know what to buy for the other person. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what about a hmm, bread maker? Yeah. Though, I mean, I had a bread maker at one point. It seemed like the best thing in the world. It didn't make bread that was very good, though, when I think back to it. Yeah. And I mean, that was like a million years ago. Oh, right. And not great, like sandwich bread or whatever, but... um. But yeah, this idea of like, oh, I, I just have this device that I can sit on the counter and making homemade bread. Like, I, I get the appeal of it. I love homemade bread. 
Um, yeah, but wow. Um, it, it missed the mark for e- me. Even, even items that would seem to make sense, mm-hmm. like I, I love a good quesadilla. They're quick, they're easy. Do I need a separate device to make my quesadillas? I don't even understand what a quesadilla maker would do that a pan doesn't do. I think it's a little bit like a George Foreman grill. I think a lot of things work like a George Foreman grill where you have this surface that heats up and you just sort mm-hmm. of press it. Um, waffle makers. Um, so at some point I ended up with three food dehydrators. We've since pared that down. My grandfather loved his waffle maker. I will say he got really into waffles for a while. Nice. But how often do you want to make waffles? Yeah. It's a little bit of a pain. Yeah. It's a little messy. Yep. A little time consuming. Um, it's not an everyday, let alone every Sunday, mm-hmm. waffle making, you know, yeah. Sunday. But I've definitely, I've fallen into the trap of um, seeing something and thinking like, it can't be that hard to make your own waffles. <laughs> no, it very well may not be hard to do it. What's hard to do is to get the motivation and interest in making waffles or mm-hmm. to think, oh, today's the day I'm going to do that. And that, that there are probably tons of people out there that that's not a big deal. No. Like they are highly motivated to be like, I can't wait to waffle down or whatever, but not, I'm not that. I'm not that guy. Can I also just say of the three things, waffles, French toast, pancakes, waffles, least favorite. Yeah, totally true. Yeah. Just an aside. I I would put French toast at number one. French toast is number one. It's not the thing I order out, though. I order pancakes out because I don't make those very well. I make French toast just fine. I think I'll go, if I order out, it's like, if I'm at a restaurant, I'll go kind of back and forth. Um, I just don't make French toast at home. Yeah, it's easy. Easy and fast. Anyway. Anywho, um, I'm trying to think. There's a lot of electronic stuff that I see advertised. I haven't necessarily seen it show up in the thrift store. Mm-hmm. But when I see it advertised, I think that that seems like such a one-use or like a niche kind of product that I wonder how long it'll be before that's making its way or if it's just too badly constructed to even make it intact to the thrift store mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think of something right now and I'm struggling um, and I'm wondering why I even brought it up since I can't <laughs> think of it <laughs> do you want me to take that baton yeah if you can think of something uh, book sets um, like time life cookbooks and book sets <laughs> okay um, it it completely appeals to the completest in me. Mm-hmm. There's that those set, and we've probably talked about it on here before. But there's a set of like time life books about cooking that your mom likes. Yes, and um, your mom is like a whiz at cooking, and mm-hmm. you know, and she's knows everything about how to do everything. And she always loved those books because they're they're filled with instructions and great photos. Yeah, and and it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll start getting those. And I, you know, and I just didn't do it. And just because there's an absolute complete set that looks really good, uh, Time Life series about World War II, doesn't mean I should necessarily, like, really (laughs) commit to, like, 
getting all even if it's like yeah we're getting rid of this entire set for like six dollars or whatever you know if it's a low price if you look at it per book yeah i did eventually hunt down the last three books in that series for my mom at the thrift store oh fantastic and it was hard yeah because they they got real obscure yeah they do show up though they do and you'll find chicken and you'll find a couple of the common Mm -hmm. ones i had to find like the last three she didn't have I don't know that she's ever cracked those books open, but I felt really happy completing that series. Yeah. Made me feel good. Yeah. And it's, it's normally, I, I never really think of books as being something that is too, that is useless. Yeah. I never think of books as being yeah. useless because, you know, you, you never know when you're going to need them mm-hmm. and it's, you know, better to, mm-hmm. it's great to have that knowledge around. So that's fine. It's just when my, you know, completist yeah. mentality gets stirred up. Yeah, I think there's one on game meats. She's not going to be doing a lot of cooking of game meats. Yep. But it was one of the series. I found it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I still can't think of anything electronical. Electronical? That's a great word. What? Um, I'm tired. <laughs> um, it's not even late and I'm tired. Eight track players. Like, I love the idea of an eight track player, but the thought that I'm actually going to sit down and listen to music on an eight track player... Or, um, you know, even if I find eight tracks that are like, you know, classic rock artists or ABBA or disco or something that I'm really into. Um, the problem with eight tracks, the interesting thing about eight tracks is that they went fully extinct for a great reason. Because when it switches to the next track, it fades out, clicks, fades in. So you don't get the full song. You get this altered version of it. And it's just a terrible... Oh, it's a terrible medium. Yeah. Like, even cassettes. Cassettes are are fine. Like, I'm okay with that. But if you look at something like vintage electronics, like 8-tracks or that kind of... Those electronics, not great. Yeah. You're probably safe, though. You're not going to run into a lot of 8-track players at the thrift store begging you to buy them. The thing is, if I did run into an 8-track player, it would beg me to buy it. You'd be tempted. I would be super tempted. The same thing is true for CB radios. Although, I let's take that off the table as something that's useless, <laughs> because I would just love to have a CB. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that I've ever seen one. I don't know that I would know exactly... I mean, other than seeing those little, like... Those little hand oh, yeah. things with the cords. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I would know exactly what I was looking for or at. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh, this is a generic vintage electronic thing, and I don't know what its purpose is. Yes. Yeah, got it. Yes. Um, so that those kinds of electronics, um, you know, DVD players, VHS players, those show up at thrifts all the time, but I don't know that I would ever buy one of those at a thrift store. I don't know that I would buy one there just because I would worry about whether it worked well or not. Sure. I personally like media, so I am keeping my DVD player, keeping my DVDs. Yes. Keeping my CDs. Um, I yep. am not I am not one of those people who streams or mm-hmm. trusts anything to stay on streaming. Yeah. Or wants my music that way, my movies or my music. Yeah. Yeah, or to have like a purchase a, no. a, a digital media purchase absolutely not i yeah. do not trust that that is going to stay with me and yeah. not get sucked back at some point yeah so i'm pretty cynical about that stuff yeah 
which I think is kind of a generational thing a yeah. little bit. Uh, the, it just feels good to have the, the physical media. Um, so I'm thinking um, that there may be things that you yourself have realized that as appealing as something is, just not a good idea to take it home. That it, it actually in the long run ends up being useless. Um, so having said that, check us out on Facebook. Um, look at ThriftyCast. Uh, my handle on TikTok is, uh, and I just do a lot of reposting, actually. It's um, Let's Go Thrifting 1970. At this point, for whatever reason, I have like 540 followers. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I have no idea where they're all coming from. It's a lot of thrift and reseller people, which is... It's cool. Yeah, because then I'll follow them back, and I'm getting all this yeah. great content. Uh, a lot of resellers. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. And then Instagram is I love L-U-V thrifting. All right. Um, I'm going to see if I can actually post a video of this magnificent lamp. Oh, please do. It's worth it. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>